5: You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. An owner, you get your quarterback. That's that's the most important position in all the sports. I got my quarterback. Now we start to build out here. And look at these organizations. You know, the Giants have their quarterback. The Redskins don't know if they have their quarterback. Arizona has their quarterback. Houston, Kansas City, they have their quarterbacks. The Bears don't have their quarterback and just that uncertainty. All of those teams that I mentioned, if I said would you be buying stock in Arizona or Chicago, you would take Arizona right now. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, uh, Larry Fitzgerald for another year, they improve greatly, that they're going to be a fun team to watch there. Chicago, you're not quite sure? So much so, you brought in Nick Foles. That uncertainty, you know, even the Detroit Lions are like an outlier because you do have Matthew Stafford, who has been a very good quarterback, but you haven't been able to do anything with Matthew Stafford. That's why I thought Detroit, you know, you're going to eat some money there, but are you going to be saving money in the long haul with Tua tonga Like, you have the third pick in the draft. Are you considering Tua tonga I would, It's not an ideal situation, but I would have him sit for one year, and then I might look at moving Matthew Stafford and then see what you could get for Matthew Stafford. I don't know what he would bring on the open market, but if I could get maybe a couple of number ones for Matthew Stafford, now I know the back has been an issue, but those are the things where you have to get creative because they have a franchise quarterback. They haven't done much with him. These other teams, when you have that young quarterback, you know, Dallas has their young quarterback. Uh, you know, the question is now, what is he going to cost you? Because you didn't win a Super Bowl in those first, you know, three years with Dak Prescott with that contract. Now he's going to get $35 million a year to get that quarterback and then build. And you have four year window where he's not making 150 to $200 million. That's when you can build a franchise and Kansas city is going to pay the price with this. Eventually there's going to be players who don't stay on the roster because they won't be able to afford them because Patrick Mahomes is going to get $40 million a year. Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs tight end, will join us coming up. Adam Sandler will stop by as well. The NBA is working on a plan to play, and I don't fault them for doing this. I don't like time frames. I don't like a timetable. This is a plan in case we play, and, and I applaud that. I don't want a time frame attached to this. And this is where... Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State put his foot in his mouth. Hey, we're coming back May fr- No, you're not. No, you're not. Hey, we're going to be playing baseball. At- no, you're not. You don't need a time frame. I need a game plan, not a time frame. That's it. When we come back, this is how we're going to do it. You know, the PGA with golf. You didn't say, hey, we're coming back right now, which I think golf could still do this. But you know, the Masters has been pushed back, U.S. Open, the British Open canceled. It feels like they have an understanding of what they're doing and what the time frame is. But that's just the majors. I don't know when they come back to play like the John Deere classic. By the way, the stuff over the weekend on CBS with Tiger and Phil was really wonderful. In particular, Tiger yesterday with Jim Nance. It was just It was great to see him enjoy it as much as we did. And you couldn't help but get emotional when he comes off that green and he sees his children and they see him differently. He's dad at home. They got to see Tiger Woods. And that's the big difference there. And you could see where that shook Tiger, and rightfully so. All right, best and worst of the weekend, we do it every Monday. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like, we'll give you hours coming up. McLevin, did we settle on a poll question?
6: Well, for hour one, we put up which team is most likely to win a Super Bowl in the next 10 years, giving you the Bengals, the Browns, the Lions, and the Jets. And it was actually pretty close between the Bengals and the Browns. Browns, 31%, Bengals, 29%, okay. Lions, deep last place.
5: Yeah. They can't even win this. <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> Do you want to win this? Like, can you win this? How do you win this if you're the Lions? Yes, Paul.
0: I'm loving your Lions angle here because they they fascinate me because they're sitting at three, and every mock draft has them taking this defensive back and moving on or, or trading with some other team. But you have a guy who was considered the first pick of the draft about six months ago, Tua, and you don't have to do anything. He'll just be right in your lap. For, you know, Rookie contract, all that stuff. I know the Matt Stafford thing is complex, but how many times do you get
5: a quarterback dropping in your lap like that? I need a rookie quarterback. I need that contract. That's the key. Matthew Stafford isn't that old. Is he like 31 maybe? Uh, maybe 32? But he you know, he had the back injury, and that would be a concern here. But he's expensive. How old is he, Paulie? 32. Okay. If I'm Detroit, man, I want a revital. I want something. I want something new. Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback. He might be a perfect quarterback for a team you know that that's the missing piece that they have you know if you said the chargers could get matthew stafford right now uh-huh. I mean, you know just you you got to look at these teams like the colts the colts if they didn't get philip rivers and you could bring in matthew stafford like that would make sense for a team like that but maybe that's what happens to matthew stafford later on in his career but if i'm if i'm detroit Man, if, I, if I'm if i sold on Tua and his physical, you know, then I, I would really, really consider that. The Redskins, I think you give Dwayne Haskins another year, you know, and let Ron Rivera see if he can help him out a little bit here. And then next year, if it doesn't go well, maybe you're in the Trevor Lawrence uh, sweepstakes. Yeah, McLovin.
6: How does the lack of offseason, the fact that if you bring a rookie in, you might not get a full offseason, with them affect the thinking on a guy like Tua or Herbert or Love? Uh, Do teams say, well, they're going to have to wait a year anyway?
5: Yeah, I don't think that those three players, those quarterbacks are playing a lot this year, starting. And if if you're Detroit, although Matthew Stafford wouldn't like it that you're using the third pick overall, you know, he's not going to play and he'd sit behind Matthew Stafford. For the year, Jordan Love is not ready to play. I still hear that, you know, the Patriots. Now there's a lot of speculation because, and it's just speculation. All right. It's not based off anything because it's the Patriots and you don't know. So they weren't in for, you know, Cam Newton sweepstakes. Now you're starting to hear maybe they are. And then I heard over the weekend, you know, keep an eye on the Patriots with Jordan Love. You know, will, how high will they go up to draft a quarterback? That That's really the key. Because I was told last week that they're not going to use, you know, first, second, third round pick. They're going to keep trying to throw darts out there and say, hey, look at what we got. I was also told by a source over the weekend, he goes, uh, hey, you guys were discussing this with Brady and Belichick and everything that went Jimmy G and make no mistake about this. This is common knowledge of those on the inside. Brady knew his relationship with Belichick was broken after Tom made him trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Belichick loved Jimmy Garoppolo. But, you know, you get a guy for nothing, and then he wanted to make sure that he hand-delivered Garoppolo to somebody that he uh, had respect for in Kyle Shanahan. Didn't want him to go to the Cleveland Browns and you send him there, but Tom realized that he pulled a power move and went to Robert Kraft. This is what I'm told over the weekend. He went to Robert Kraft and said, I need you to trade Jimmy. And I think that was... I think that they were ready to move on from Brady. I think Brady surprised Belichick with just how good he was. Because, you know, you had Garoppolo waiting, and they knew that. And I thought that they were going to move on from Brady. And... Then you trade Garoppolo. Well, Tom doesn't have any competition. Jared Stidham is not competition. Cody Kessler is not competition. Jimmy Garoppolo is competition. But that, you know, I mean, there's so many things that went on behind the scenes. And and I have great respect for Brady and Belichick to not air that dirty laundry. Would I like it? Yes. I'm trying to <laughs> fill three hours. Are, are you kidding me? Come oh, on, help a brother out here. I can only go with Tampa Bay T-shirts for so long. Those are hot, by the way. Yes. Go to the website. Get them while you can. The pre-lawsuit Tampa Bay T-shirts. Pre-lawsuit sale. Soon to be collector's items. <laughs> you, know, you imagine we go to court like Exhibit A and they are holding up the Tampa Bay T-shirts there? We have not heard from Tom. We, we have not. Or his lawyers. But uh, not a cease and desist. Nothing going on there. We just, we're very proud to have these t-shirts. I, I said to my wife, she said, are you being sued? And I go, no. Well, I heard about this Tom Brady thing. And um, like, this, is, this story's gone all around the world. And it and mentions you, like she said, I read it in the Daily Mail. It was in Forbes, <laughs> Forbes magazine or their website. And she goes, is Tom Brady going to sue you? And I go, I hope. <laughs> she goes, Why? And I told her and I told her, that, you know, and she goes, who came up with that horrible play on words? And I go, well, we did it before Fritzie did it. She goes, Tampa Bay. <laughs> I said, we did it as a joke. And then he filed a trademark. He, yes, Seton. Are we not uh, putting enough thought into the idea of uh, sort of fighting his claim to that trademark? You know how Darren Ravel last week said, you know, what could be interesting is if you guys claim the trademark yourselves or at least put in some kind of injunction or something that says he can't have it because we're already using it. I I think if Tom comes on for two hours like he did Howard Stern, I'm more than willing to let him have Tom Pabay. Yes, Paul.
0: Yeah, we did come up with the idea first, but we're kind of in that 28-3 mode right now. We're up 28-3 on Brady (laughs) with the T-shirt thing. We don't want to make him mad. By the mm. way, Tom did respond. The Sports Center put out a, a report about Tom Brady hopes to trademark Tampa Bay, and Tom tweeted out, this is pure Tom, I never understood why Drew wasn't making Drew Orleans shirts. Drew Orleans shirts. No, Pritzy. no, I got it, Fritzie. You Drorland. don't
5: have to repeat it. It's not good. Drew Orleans. Drew Orleans. Yes, Todd.
6: But don't you want to hear at some point the state would like to call McLevin? <laughs> <laughs> what would be better than that?
5: No, they would be calling Seton O'Connor? Uh... Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes, McLevin. As a former paralegal, I think
6: I should represent us in this
5: oh affair. Oh, God. You're going to be like uh, Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to end or up in like, prison. Or animal house, uh, pre-law. Draulins. pre-med. Draulins. I was mentioning the Patriots. They don't draft well. Imagine if they drafted well. Last time the Patriots drafted a player who eventually made the Pro Bowl. Anybody want to guess? McLevin, I'll start with you. The last time the Patriots drafted a player who eventually made the Pro Bowl.
6: Is it an offensive lineman? No. Uh, Okay. Um, Julian Edelman.
5: No, he's never made a Pro Bowl. Oh, my gosh. He's never made a Pro Bowl still? I don't think so. Jamie Collins. Jamie up oh, Paulie, I didn't see your hand up. It's okay. We, we... I was going Chandler Jones or Jamie Collins. Oh, okay. Uh, he made it in 2015. So they drafted him in 2013. Last time the Patriots drafted a player who eventually was an All-Pro was 2012, Chandler Jones. Now, he became an All-Pro with Arizona. As soon as you make a Pro Bowl with the Patriots, they're going to let you go because they can't pay you. They won't pay you. The last time the Patriots drafted a player who eventually was an All-Pro as a Patriot, they selected Rob Gronkowski. That was in uh, 2010. Am I correct on Edelman? I don't don't think he's been a Pro Bowl. Never made a Pro Bowl. Never. Even
0: when he had, what, 98 catches? Nope. Not even as an alternate. Not even as a villain.
5: That's mean-spirited. Travis Kelsey, who's made the all, he's made the All-Pro team a couple times. Uh, we mentioned that uh, four years ago tonight, uh, Kobe Bryant's last game at Staples, he put up 60. In the second half, he took 30 shots. <laughs> he made 15. The rest of the team took. So he took 30 shots in the second half. The rest of the team took 14. <laughs> Well, there's no reason to save him. You might as well go out and squeeze him <laughs> off while you can. Wow. I didn't realize he took that many shots. 30. He made 15. Uh, McLevin, what other poll questions? I'll get a couple of phone calls, and we'll talk to Travis Kelsey.
6: Well, I was going to pitch, if you are a Dolphins fan and a Chargers fan, and this scenario unfolds where the Dolphins take Justin Herbert and then the Chargers take Tua Tagovailoa, who is a happier fan base in that scenario?
5: Well, it feels like the Dolphins would be taking Tua.
6: Well, I thought you said a story around saying that the Dolphins, and I saw a bunch of mock drafts giving Herbert to the Dolphins. Yeah, maybe. Jeremiah's last one.
5: Look, this is what these guys think these teams should do, not what they're going to do. Usually when you do these mock drafts, this is who I think they should take, not who they're actually taking, because sometimes that's a difference. But if I'm the Dolphins and I got Justin Herbert, I'm the Chargers – I'm gonna say the Chargers fan base is probably like if you got Tua, Justin Herbert looks like he's a better quarterback going into this draft because of his health. You know, that that he's healthy and he does have he's a very athletic quarterback. He's got what you want. Tua seems to have something that everybody's fascinated with still. Where and I, I know Trent Dilfer walked back these comments and he should have, where he's saying, Oh, he throws better than Dan Marino and Aaron Rodgers well, I think he was saying, at this stage in their careers, which isn't true. Like Dan Marino, Dan Marino set the NFL on fire right out of the gate when he came in. Like his second year, he put up 48 touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three years. Okay, I get that. But you're putting so much pressure on this kid. You don't need to... We've already compared him to Drew Brees, right? That's that's your your mock comparisons. He's like Drew Brees. I don't see that. Drew Brees is not doesn't have escapability. He's a pocket passer. He's 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 more like Russell Wilson, maybe with the touch of Drew Brees. If you want to throw it in, but even that is heavy stuff. Um, I I don't know. It just feels like you know we're putting too much pressure on him because we don't even know if he's healthy or not. But if I'm the Chargers and I get Tua and I go into that new stadium, he can sit for a year behind Tyrod Taylor. I like that. Tua will sell tickets. Uh, Justin Herbert might turn out to be the better quarterback. Uh, Edelman was a Pro Bowl selection in 2014. He didn't play in the game because the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. All right. So he's gone there once. Yes, McLovin?
6: You know, one thing about Tua, I think the left-handed factor plays a lot. Like, we loved Tebow. We loved Vic. We loved... Pat White, like, I think there's a fascination because it's such a rare thing. Is that a huge stretch?
5: Oh, gosh. I I mean, I don't look at it and go, boy, he's left-handed. Let's take him. Or I, I think he looks better because he's left-handed, if that makes sense.
6: Because, no, I mean, I think fans are interested because he's unorthodox. There hasn't been a lefty quarterback in years.
5: Yeah, I get that. But I, I don't want an unorthodox quarterback. I want a great quarterback. I'll take an Orthodox yes, quarterback. Yes, Orthodox. Yeah, certainly with the uh, Holy Days here. <laughs> an Orthodox Jewish quarterback? Yeah, very yeah. few of them, Dan. I hate to, I hate to break yeah. it to you. Is there a list of best Orthodox quarterbacks of all time? Sid Gilman? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Who's our favorite guy? Um, Sage Rosenfeld? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sage always Sage. comes up. Sage is not Orthodox. Far
6: from it. Jay Fiedler, not Orthodox. mm, mm. You want the whole list of Jewish quarterbacks, no, I can don't. go
5: on. No, it doesn't take that long. <laughs> yeah, I <was> <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't take that long. All right, we'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Adam Sandler, in an hour from now, we'll take a break. And your phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. We're down to the final fork, the final four artists that are uh, taking part in Meat Madness. Glenn in Michigan, Brandon in Ohio, Angel in Florida, Matt in Oklahoma. Voting will close on Wednesday. Uh, big surprise coming up tomorrow. I think it's a huge surprise. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to tell you about this. Huge surprise tomorrow. Literally huge surprise coming up on the program tomorrow. We'll take a break. Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey will join us on the program next, right here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. It's the
1: Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a b and with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn
7: more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 q for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.
3: The big take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western
6: nations like the US and Europe.
4: Mexico will likely have its first female president.
8: And then you have China.
7: to start listening
5: to the Kansas City community and through his foundation 87 and running also wanted to take care of an organization near and dear to his heart in Kansas City operation breakthrough he donated all the food and supplies to uh, keep them business as usual for 15 weeks always great to catch up with the Kansas City Chiefs all pro tight end Travis Kelsey what are you going to do today aside from this interview like what what
8: else is the game plan um, I'm probably going to cook a few meals, Dan, right. and, uh, play some video games. I think, uh, I think I just entered a, a ESPN Madden tournament. I believe so. So I think that's a, that's what I got going on. I'm uh, video games and just cooking meals and working out.
5: What do you have as far as workout equipment there?
8: Um, ironically, like during the season, uh, I, I ended up buying a house first time homeowner yeah. and I went out and I bought, uh, equipment uh like a a rack and a, a big treadmill so i've been in uh, i've got just about a full full on weight weight room and ability to do just about anything i need at the at the house so it's uh, it's been kind of convenient due to the circumstances but um definitely not the way i imagined using it
5: all right let's go around the room one like a max bench press for Travis Kelsey, one rep. Paulie, I'll start with you. I'll go. Well, he's a he's long guy, but he's pretty jacked. I'm yeah, but go, you don't want long arms, though.
0: Right, but he's jacked as well. He's
6: I'm going 375, no problem. 375. Fritzy. 360.
5: 360. McLevin. He's tall like me, much less. 275. All right. Seton O'Connor. I'm going to go 276. 276. I'm going to go 277. Travis Kelsey, Max Bench.
8: I'm not gonna lie i haven't got under a bench like an actual bar i haven't i haven't done an actual bench like workout in probably three years um i've been i've been i've been dumbbells, um stability shoulder stuff uh back in the day my the most i've ever thrown up was probably three
5: twenty five three thirty okay all right we we have a winner i mean that's what i do around three fifteen three twenty
8: Oh, that's not funny. No, I don't know why No, it's funny. not. Why I I'm not laughing. That that made me smile. That made me smile. <laughs> I would love to see you get under get under the bench and start revving some out, Dan.
5: I'm more like Brady. I'm more about
8: flexibility. Nice. Yeah. Nice. How's... I think I'm going that route too. I think once you hit like 30, 31, you just you stop using actual weight and you just use rubber bands. It's all about pliability. There you go.
5: Yeah, I know. Isn't it going to be strange to see Brady in that Tampa Bay uniform?
8: It's it's It doesn't even feel real. It's very similar to LeBron in Los Angeles.
5: Have you ever had a conversation with Brady?
8: Uh, you know what? I think it was a quick, uh, hey, good game after he had a two-minute <laughs> drive uh, winning <laughs> – touchdown so i think yeah that was about the only time i really had a conversation with him but it seems like a great guy
5: oh wait that that wasn't the one in kansas city where somebody jumped off sides and you you didn't talk after that No, no
8: no no okay okay no it was actually the the game earlier that year oh okay
5: okay yeah that one in kansas city the playoff game you probably didn't have anything to say
8: no i didn't talk to anybody for a while after that one do you trade jerseys um, it has to be a special occasion, uh, like when I played my brother or uh, a guy like Zach Ertz or a guy like George Kittle, um, just uh, people that uh, that I'm good friends with. Uh, sometimes it's the guys that I admire uh, throughout the years, like a guy that I grew up watching, Ted Ginn Jr. Uh, out of Cleveland, Ohio, mm. Um, you know. Just uh, it's just got to be a very unique situation for sure. We wanted to do the uh, uh,
5: how much is Patrick Mahomes going to make per year over under, and then we'll let you weigh in on this. Paulie over under Mahomes uh, per season forty two and a half mil. Forty two and a half. Fritzy
0: forty
5: four and a half. No McLevin forty four and three quarters. Okay, Seton O'Connor uh, forty five. Forty five. I'm going to go thirty nine nine. What do you think Mahomes is going to make per year with his next contract?
8: I think he's going 50 a year. (laughs) I think he's going to make $50 million per year on the field. And worth it. Worth every penny of it.
5: When's the last time he did something where you went, oh, my God?
8: You know, what? like, in terms of, like, just like on the field, or like, or like, kind of like, oh, come on, Pat, why would you do that, like that? Either way, um, on the field was probably uh, <laughs> in the Super Bowl when he tried to run it in from about the fifteen or twenty yards. Oh my God! I thought he was going to get like, blown said, up. Pat, what are we doing? <laughs> it's <the> second quarter. <laughs> We're trying to win this thing, man guys i'll tell you what i've never never seen any football player more uncomfortable in the situation of having to make a one-on-one move on somebody than patrick (laughs) mahomes in space wait he he's it looks like he's got athleticism no, he can move. He can move. And he, he did pull the hez, Hezzy out against uh, the Titans on the long touchdown run. The Hezzy and then the slow spin into the end zone against the Titans. He pulled that out. you got to respect him in that regard. But when he's coming downhill and he has a guy coming at him downhill, man, it's like an awkward, confusing, should I make a move? Should I jump? Should I slide? And then he tries to kind of slide at the end and then just gets smoked in the middle of being <laughs> – uh, have you watched the Sorry, Super Bowl? Um, a few times. But
5: well, what? Do you, what do you listen? What are you watching for?
8: Um, I would say really just to reminisce the the feeling that I had on the field throughout the entire game, the excitement, the um, getting through the adversity with the teammates. Uh, those are things that I, I feel like I'll cherish for the rest of my life, and. Uh, and they certainly aren't going away anytime soon.
5: What did you uh, do with the Lombardi Trophy?
8: Uh, I picked it up, I kissed it, and then I chugged a beer off of it. Like I won the Stanley Cup. So
5: you chugged a beer off of it. So like you used it as a a luge with beer? Oh, the Lombardi (laughs) luge, baby. (laughs) Which Kelsey uh, had a better better uh, time after they won the super bowl you or your brother
8: Ah, oh, man i would say initially i don't i don't know if yeah initially i don't know if anyone partied the way we partied you know after super bowl i mean we we really got after we had some fun but i think uh i think because of this whole quarantine thing and everything just died down real fast were you shirtless sure a lot lockdown. um no, not really. kept my shirt on. It was still a little chilly out, still a little chilly out, so I kept the shirt on um but uh it was it was probably soaking wet in in alcohol, or I should say beverages, of course. Your brother didn't get cheated. no, he did not.
5: <laughs> Your parents must have been oh, so proud.
8: Uh, uh, yeah, you can't tell Mom or Dad anything right now that's for sure uh
5: when when do you think you're gonna be able to go back to the facility?
8: I think if you give it about a month and a half, I think we're gonna kinda have to um take these precautions through april uh through may and then I don't know we'll see we'll see what happens uh happens after that but um. I mean I'm just talking to everybody on the team and the coaches, everyone's just ready to get back after it. I'm pretty motivated. And OTAs
5: are probably going to be canceled, right?
8: Um man. These are these are great questions and great uh great thoughts. I just I don't I don't know if they would necessarily just botch OTAs. I think I think they would wanna have some type of mini camp or uh, at least a, a a week or two or a month getting together in the off season.
5: Yeah, I think everything's in a state of flux. But uh, you surprised they're having the draft?
8: No, no, I knew they had to go through with the draft. I I, I do see it more as it's like uh, it's kind of like the MLB draft almost. I feel like because they don't do a huge production, do they? No. They've tried right. to it's they just, tried
5: to ramp it up a little bit on the MLB network where they have the draft picks there, but it doesn't have any buzz.
8: Twenty five rounds.
5: I know. Holy shit! <laughs> I know. If you um, don't get dra- did you get drafted in baseball?
8: No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I did not. Okay. I did not. It was, it was probably my best sport, but I did not. I didn't play enough. I only played one year of high school.
5: And you, you were a wrestler too, weren't you?
8: No, no, that was Jason. Oh, oh, Jason he was. was the wrestler oh, okay. in middle school, and then he played because uh, it was a winter sport, so he played hockey in high school, and I played basketball.
5: Oh man, I can't imagine your brother playing hockey. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty nuts. He would he would hurt some people. All right, uh, I want to give uh, another plug to this. Uh, so you. Donated twelve thousand meals to the Kansas City community. Uh, your foundation eighty-seven in and running, and uh, you're also taking care of Operation Breakthrough. Donated all the food and supplies to keep them business as usual for fifteen weeks. Anything else you want to add to
8: that? No, no, there's nothing. I mean, everyone be safe. Everyone take the take the right safety precautions and safety measures out here. Wash your hands, and um, and just. Uh, be appreciative of, uh, of the situations you have in life because obviously it's uh, not everyone's as fortunate as, as we are right now.
5: The pride of Cleveland, Travis Kelsey. Hey, good to talk to you. Be smart, be safe. And uh, thanks for joining us.
8: Always Dan, you do the same. Take it easy guys. And
5: Travis Kelsey. He grew up in Cleveland and he didn't have many offers. I think he might've been a three-star recruit, maybe two-star, I think Connecticut, Cincinnati, but uh, didn't have, didn't have too many offers. That's one of those guys who has a chip on his shoulder because he didn't have a lot of those offers. But when you talk about best tight end in the NFL, it's Kelsey and Kittle. Right? There was a report, and I don't know if it's a report. Zach Ertz is great, too. Um, Mike Florio put it out there. And I don't know if it came from Mike or Mike just picked it up uh, and ran with it a little bit. But he talked about Rob Gronkowski may be coming out of retirement. Now, it's, I think it's speculation. You know, To be fair to Florio, he's not reporting it. But there's been speculation of Gronk coming out of retirement. And Gronk has a $9 million salary cap hit. That would go on the books for the Patriots. If he unretired and the team chose to keep him, so then, they've already got that. You know, the Patriots are already in trouble, I think, salary cap wise. But uh, you know, because Brady has a, a salary cap dead cap hit of thirteen and a half million dollars for New England, so therefore, you know, the Patriots, even if Gronk wanted to come back, would probably say, you know, it doesn't make sense for us to bring him back. Now, you got two tight ends in Tampa Bay. I got AJ or OJ Howard, and uh, I got Cameron Brate. Now, if I said. If I'm Bill Belichick, let's just say, you know, what if? Gronk decides he wants to play with Brady in Tampa. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen, but let's say he did. And I'm New England. All right, Gronk, in Tampa Bay, we'll, we'll let you do that. We want Cameron Brait. Or we want O.J. Howard. And we'll be more than happy to give you Rob Gronkowski. You know, the, the position the Patriots are in, if you're rebuilding on offense, you don't want Rob Gronkowski for $9 million. But if you're Tampa, do you want... I don't need Gronk if I have O.J. Howard and Cameron Bray. I I love Gronk, but his best days are behind him. I I think he's he's better off not playing health-wise, given everything he's gone through. But if you saw a situation where maybe Gronk would have a little leverage to be able to play with Brady, it would be because of the uh, salary cap hit. But... If I'm Tom Brady, I got two really good tight ends. Those are good good tight ends. I would be comfortable going into the season with those two tight ends. Gronk, we would love that, but uh, I, I don't see that happening. All right, we'll come back. I'll tell you the really big news, literally, coming up on the show and your phone calls and our best and worst of the weekend. That's coming up next here on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do
7: to start listening
5: our time frame was sped up because we're trying to get in the man cave and uh, we have the field house where we have jerry west and james harden Shaq. we have uh michael jordan lebron james we have gretzky we have Derek jeter lawrence taylor you know we just threw in a montage of great players and there's a big mural of tom brady in a patriot uniform tomorrow rc our artist is going to come in and repaint that and put Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay creamsicle. Yes. This is my way of saying to Tom, hey, I know we have our differences with the T-shirts, but I'm going to put you in a creamsicle uniform before anybody else does. Yes, point.
0: What if Tom... He paints himself on the side of the house down in Tampa. Jeter's house, not mm, his house. Mm. What if he beats you to it?
5: Then he he can. He, you know, go ahead. Feel free. Uh, I would not send him a cease and desist, but uh, I was going to do this as a sort of an olive branch to say, Tom, here you are. Show this to Giselle, the family, you and Creamsicle, larger than life. Let's just let bygones be bygones with the Tampa Bay t-shirts. All right. I think that's fair now i was going to do this before the potential litigation we're not litigious people here at the dan patrick show we basically just don't want to be sued we don't we're we're not smart enough to sue anybody but but uh, you know this is my uh, my logic is my motto is we won't sue you if you don't sue us i mean <laughs> that's really what it comes down to but tom in cream sickle uniform starting tomorrow during the show i said to arcy I need you to paint during the show, and he said it will take him two days to create the masterpiece, Tom, the Tom Mahal. Yes, boy.
0: Orange, you glad we're doing oh, it this week, Fritzy? Okay. Oh,
5: there oh, well, you go, well, Orange. Mm. <laughs> Tompa Bay. All right. So dumb. I know it is. When my wife, so dumb. Said, my wife said, "Wait, Tom Brady actually is trademarking that," and I go, "Yeah," and she goes, "Why?" and I said well we were joking about it we thought well let's come up with a corny pun uh and we came up with a couple of them and all of a sudden we find out that Tom is trademarking filing for the trademark there with Tampa Bay uh Jeremy in Texas joins us hi Jeremy what do you have for me today
0: morning guys uh Of the weekend, have to be being able to sit around and watch uh, football life over a bunch of different people. And worse is having to deal with the Joe Burrow conversation (laughs) about him not going to Cincinnati. I mean, from my point, if he's going to be a starting quarterback and he's supposed to be the best of the best, you would think you'd want to go to a bad team and be the reason that they turn around and the reason they do start doing better instead of, of trying to avoid it and go to a different team. And if you If you fail, then it just makes you look that much worse.
5: Well, I don't know if he doesn't want to go there. Thank you, Jeremy. Now, if if I had the opportunity to go to a team that might have a little bit better infrastructure there, or we got more draft picks, or we have a better product to put out on the field, you know, the Chargers, if I could go to the Chargers or the Bengals, I would choose the Chargers. I'm in Los Angeles, new stadium. I've got a team that is playoff worthy. Uh, Miami feels like they're a little bit further ahead. But look, if he wants to go to Cincinnati, you want to be the number one pick, then there's a lot that comes with that. And I'm sure he understands that. But it's not like he's saying, hey, I'm not going there. Now, maybe privately there have been conversations, but we haven't heard the Eli Manning moment where you're kind of forcing your way out of San Diego at the time. Casey in South Carolina. Hey, Case, thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend.
6: Uh, I'd have to say my best of the weekend uh, would be uh, Saturday night. I uh, created a fire for me and my wife. Me and her got to dance around it because all the dance clubs were closed where we're at. Mm -hmm. And uh, the worst would probably be, I got two of them, the weather, because that messed up everything. And two would be the fact that my Carolina Panthers, I don't know if they know what they're doing. And they could easily mess up this draft if they don't tread carefully. And that scares me for next season.
5: Yeah, they keep talking about trading McCaffrey. No, well, I don't know what you're getting for him. Believe it or not, McLevin, didn't you see where maybe you get like a second or third round pick for Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, I actually saw a second would be high for Christian McCaffrey because, as we've wow. said, they've used they have partially used the best of him already. That's amazing for a guy who gives you a thousand running and a thousand receiving, and he'd only be worth that. That's pretty remarkable. Matt in Maryland joins us. Hi, Matt. Hey, now. Hey, now.
8: Uh, Hey, Dan. uh, First of all, thank you guys for being on. Uh, My wife and I are both essential workers, and we just appreciate you guys putting the show on for us.
5: Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you and your wife are doing.
8: And then second, I want to know what you and the Danettes
5: are doing about haircuts, because I look like you do. (laughs) In your Whoa. college uh, basketball oh. 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 photo. Oh. Oh. oh, man! Sorry about that, Matt. Um, I was thinking about that. Seton has clippers that he uses, and Paulie has clippers. Fritzy doesn't need it. Oh, I'm um, I'm getting to that point where I might be wearing a hat here soon because it's been, I think, a good month since I've had a haircut. But I was thinking about if I bought the clippers, I'd just shave. You know, all my hair off. Give give me give myself a, like a whitey herzog buzz. Yeah, Paul.
0: as producer of this show, your hair is one of the primary concerns for me. Of course it is. Um I don't want anyone cutting your hair, including you, without being vetted.
5: Well, don't you just put the clippers on yeah. and you just, no? Yeah, if you want your
0: hair to look like mine, <laughs> like a buzz cut, half yeah. inch on the top, three-eighths on the
5: side, and it's over. But you... you Yeah, but you look like Jason Statham. Your hair looks no, like I, Jason Statham. No, know. your hair does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just from the eyebrows yes. up, I look like yeah. Jason Statham?
0: Fine. I'll take it. Yeah, no one messes with your hair. Yeah,
5: yes, yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, I cut mine maybe last week, yeah. I think. It looks something good. like that. It looks the good. biggest problem is uh, you got to make sure you clean up all the hair on the floor because uh, leaving any any of those remnants uh, doesn't go over well with the family. Well, did you put down something? Um, No, I've kind of felt like I could just sweep it up instead. Oh. um, But you want to make sure it's not so much the floor. It's if it gets on the sink and things like that. You want to uh, make sure you check behind the... I would just go and outside like and do it. I'll just go out in the garage and do it. Yeah, McLovin.
6: Isn't your barber an essential worker for our show?
5: <laughs> More essential yeah. than some of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could get her to come out. Yes, Fritzy.
6: Steve Ballmer just called, you can't buy the Clippers.
5: Oh, wow.
6: Maybe, uh, C plus? Wow. Can't wait to, end the
5: way to, yeah, great, great way. Thank you. Adam Sandler is going to join us coming up. Thank you, Todd.